What's up, world? It's your girl, Lex, and thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Put Me On Game. Today, I have a very special guest. She's very dear to my heart. Her name is Yulisha Ortiz. How you doing today, Yulisha? Good. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm, you said, how am I? I'm doing well. I'm blessed and highly favored, you know, right. as the church folks say. But anyways... So I just want to sit down and talk to you today about entrepreneurship. I know you're doing a lot of things um, in your community. Well, not just in your community, but around the world. Um, and I'm excited and I want people to know your story. But first, I want to ask you, with all this been going on um, in the world today with the pandemic um, and COVID-19, how have you been coping? Well... I will say that for the most part, um, of course, there are some readjustments that, you know, we have to do. We have to readjust to just about everything. So nothing is, nothing is, uh, it's a new normal, you know, it's a new normal. But um, as far as, you know, family, I'm just, um, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my friends. Um, I think that we are really coming together and, um, you know, uplifting each other, especially during these times. Um, but I couldn't have asked for a better, you know, support system. And um, I think that it's been very, it's been uh, life-changing for me, but definitely in a good way. So I just, you know, I pray that people are, you know, continue, I pray that they can just continue to press on and, and just make it through this thing and just adjust to the new normal. Amen. Press on. That's a good one. So tell the world a little bit about who Yulisha Ortiz is. Well, Yulisha Ortiz is, is a child of God, number one. <laughs> um, I am a, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I am a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a commercial real estate agent, I'm a business owner, I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I'm a couple of things, um, but yeah. And where are you from, Yulisha? Tell me a little bit about um, your background, where you grew up. You know, do you have siblings? And just tell me a little bit about that. All right. Well, I'm from Hampton, Virginia. Um, born and raised on the playground. No, I'm from Hampton, Virginia. Um, I'm the oldest of four. Um, you know, I lived there for pretty much most of my life. I'm the oldest of four. Um, two sisters and a brother. Um, you know, went to... Hampton High School. You know, I graduated from Hampton High School. I started out going to Norfolk State, eventually transferred, but definitely, a, um, you know, a 757 native. I understand. I'm a 757 native myself. So you said you have three siblings. How was that growing up um, in a household, being the oldest of, of four children? I think that being the oldest, um, it, it really made me who I am. Um, you know, sometimes when it's, it's like you don't understand when you're when you're growing up. Um, well, I know I didn't understand. I'm just like, why, Lord, why me? But it it <laughs> it definitely made me stronger. Um, you know, I don't have I don't have a lot of kids. Not to say that's not saying anything bad about people who choose to have a lot of kids. I just knew that I had a lot of responsibility coming up. So for me, you know, having my one daughter, of course, you blink your eyes and they're almost grown. But time really flies, and I just. Um, it, it affected me in a, in a couple of different ways, you know, as far as what type of moves I make today. 
But, um, and again, it's nothing bad to say about that, but I'm the oldest. So I'm the oldest child. Um, on my mother's side, I'm the oldest grandchild. I'm the oldest niece. I'm, um, yeah, I'm the, I'm, I'm the oldest. And uh, I had a lot of responsibility. Let's just say that. I had a key to the house when I was seven. Don't wow. tell that. <laughs> now, is that legal? Don't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah. So you keep saying you have, um, or you had a lot of responsibility. Can you share some of those responsibilities that you had? Absolutely. Um, you know, it was, um, you know, coming up wasn't, wasn't always easy. It was, it was tough. Again, it made me who I am today. But as far as, you know, the household, you know, broken home, um, there was, um, you know, there was summer camp sometimes, but for the most part, you know, it was me. I was taking care of my siblings. Um, you know, just, I, you know, cook and clean, do stuff like that. My mom was working. Um, and shout out to my mom. She's definitely my rock. Um, but, you know, it, it just taught me a lot of responsibility. Like I said, I, I really did, like, have a, a key when I was seven to the house. So I was literally, I was watching myself. I'm a good five years older than my next to the older sister, seven years older than my baby sister, eight years older than my, uh, my brother. So I was, you know, I was a little mama, little mama Alicia. So with out that responsibility, um, how old were you when you had your first job? So, just a little story behind that. I actually got, I mean, of course, doing summer programs when you're coming up. I think I started summer programs when I was like uh, 14 or 15. Now, you know, around the way, if, if you're from where I'm from, you know, everybody knows about uh, West Teleservices. I actually got my first job there. I was 16. It was literally on my birthday. I thought we were going to get something to eat. We went to get me a job and I've been working ever since. Um, yeah, I've been working ever since. You know, uh, again, in my household, you know, a lot of things, um, weren't necessarily, you know, right or wasn't a typical household. So I found myself, I, I helped out a lot. And um, again, you know, it was responsibility at, at an early age. So do you feel that responsibility that you gained at an early age that, you know, mo I'm not going to say most, but a lot of us may not have gained. Um, do you feel that that helped you become who you are today? I, I absolutely, I think it did. Um, because I was one of those. And again, if you know me, you know, it's like, if you know me, you know, if you don't, then you may not have any idea. But, you know, just, just again, you know, working, you know, helping my mom do stuff, you know, pay bills and stuff, doing stuff that adults would, you know, normally do at the age of 16. Um, it's crazy because there was a post that I actually saw a couple of days ago. And I was like, man, that actually, that's me. It was a post saying something about um, feeling bad about uh, when you're when you're a teenager, just your upbringing, just feeling bad about you know spending money on stuff because at the end of the day, you may you know your your family may need something. So I was one of those kids where I didn't really splurge, and um, and and actually that affects the way I spend money now. Which I'm actually, I mean, I'm good. I'm, I'm thankful for that. But I didn't really splurge. I wasn't one of those kids that you know went to work at, at West or went to work and was able to spend their money on clothes and shoes. And it's not that I was forced to help my family. It's just something that's always been in me. So um, materialistic things don't really, you know what I'm saying? They don't really, uh, I don't really have a, a, a need for materialistic things, though I do treat myself from time to time. 
You always got to treat yourself. You have to. So at what age did you decide that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? The crazy thing about that is um, I feel like, you know, mentality can definitely be um, a generational curse. Mm -hmm. I say that because I didn't know that I wanted to be an entrepreneur until I was grown because it wasn't instilled in me. It was the only thing I knew was to, to work, you know, go to school, go to college and to, to be an employer, you know, I mean, employee. So it wasn't something that was instilled in me though. Um, I mean, I've always known, you know, you can have a side hustle or it's, it's good to have your own business, but I really didn't know, you know, too much about it. Um, entrepreneurship uh, until, or I didn't really know, let's just say I didn't really value that until I, until recently, like, um, you know, as I got older, I would say <laughs> literally, um, you know, in my mid twenties, AIV. Wow. So you said that you weren't raised like that. Do you, um, I know you have a daughter, Chloe. She's so beautiful. Um, do you, do you want to instill, um, values as far as entrepreneurship and Chloe, or do you want to teach her that, you know, it's okay to work for someone else? How do you feel about that? I absolutely want to instill um, that into her. As a matter of fact, she actually is a business owner. So my daughter, um, she owns a, a cupcake business and she actually does pretty well. Business is really starting to pick up and I'm a firm believer. So I'll just go back a little bit. When you're growing up and you don't have, um, I think again, one of the things that made me, you know, what I'm today is, is being that you come from a household of four kids and you're constantly being told no. So, you know, mom, can I, no, can I, no. It's just like you, when you hear no all your life, it can either make you or break you. So I think for me, it turned me into a, a problem solver. And I see that now in my present day life, it is, um, again, it's a jewel. It definitely is a jewel. But, you know, just being told no all the time, um, it makes you, again, it makes your mentality different. So I always figure out ways to, um, you know, to, to solve problems and to, to generate, you know, revenue to, for entrepreneurship. So with that being said, my daughter, she loves to bake. Um, she's, she watches all the baking shows. She's been doing it since, you know, since the early age. So when she turned 10 years old, I said, you know what? Um, and I'm always trying to think outside the box. I said, you know what? Let me, uh, let me give her something that's, that, that has value to it. And, um, something that she can appreciate when she, once she gets older. So what I did was I got all the paperwork together and I gifted her a business for her 10th birthday. Now, I know that she's a child and it's not that I wanted her to, you know, get out there and be baking cupcakes like every day and every weekend. I just wanted her to start to get the understanding of entrepreneurship at that age. So again, I gifted her the business. Um, you know, she played around with it for the first couple of years and with baking, you kind of have to find out what texture, you know, what recipe works for you. So we did all of that. Not to mention, as soon as, well, she got a business that year and she decided that we were gonna make 200 uh, cupcakes for her um, fifth grade graduation. So she put a, she got right to work. And again, I don't know how to make these cupcakes. I mean, I, of course I helped her, um, you know, with her ingredients at first and try to help her figure out what texture works best, but she makes them all by herself. She makes the icing all by herself. And then the only thing I can do is help her pipe, pipe the icing every once in a while. So she's literally made this business to her own, very proud of her. 
Um, she understands the importance of business. She does not want to work for anyone when she gets older. Um, she's, you know, she, she understands um, the importance of entrepreneurship and building relationships. That's dope that you're instilling that um, in your daughter. Cause you know, I, I feel like at times our, our culture, because we have so many hardships, you know, our parents aren't able, well, you know, parents within our culture, they aren't, they aren't able to teach their kids that, you know, a lot of times they teach their kids, um, go to get good grades, go to school, pick a college to go to try to get a scholarship. Cause I can't afford it. Go to college, get out of college and get you a job, you know, and, and work towards this so-called American dream. But they forget things like, um, teaching us how to deal with finances, you know, teaching us that it's okay not to work for someone else. You know, it's okay to go in business for yourself, or even at times it's okay not to go to college. You know, everybody doesn't have to go to college. Um, I'm grateful for, you know, my degrees that I have, but I know that it's not meant for everyone. And I wish that our, our people, our people could, um, move a little bit more towards teaching independence when it comes to, you know, your lifestyle. But you said that you're married. So how does your husband feel about you being um, an entrepreneur? He's, he's very supportive. Um, we're like night and day. You know, <laughs> I am the one who's, um, you know, I have an outgoing personality to a certain extent, <laughs> but I have an outgoing personality. He's very quiet and laid back. He, but what I love about him is that he has always allowed me to be me. He's never tried to change me. You know, we, um, we just, we vibe very well. We've been together for a long time. We've been together for over 15 years. So we really know each other. And um, again, not once has he tried to change me. He's always been supportive. And he is like, I would say, I laugh and joke with him all the time because he is like, he's the, he provides the stability and I'm the one that like, I'm the free spirited one. And it hasn't always been that way. Um, but I'm the free spirited one. And sometimes like I have to will myself back in because I'm just, I can be just that free spirited sometimes. So it works. You know, that is funny. You said being free spirited, that's a blessing. And that that's one of the qualities that I feel myself that entrepreneurs need to have. You need to be able to have a free spirit. You need to be able to, to take, you know, risk at times and, I feel like that's how you get to where you want to be. So thinking about yourself and growing up, we all know they say hindsight is 2020. Looking at what you know now and looking at how you grew up, what would you go back and tell your 15-year-old self? Hmm. I would tell my 15-year-old self, um, Well, you know, I would tell my 15-year-old self um, to learn how to solve problems, you know, learn how to solve problems. Um, and I say that, I know we talked about that a few minutes ago, but just learn how to solve problems and um, that, will, that will make you a millionaire. I'm a firm believer in that. And, and it's not necessarily, it's not about, you know, it's not about money, but even just in life period, because 
you know, the way that I grew up, again, it's like you're always being, again, constantly being told no. It's like it, you know, it, it made me a problem solver. And that's actually been working for me, you know, very, very well um, in everything that I do. You know, I haven't always been an entrepreneur. Um, I have, like you said, with the college, and you know, I went to college, I, I graduated. Um, not, you know, on the four year track, because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was one of those um, extended college students. But right after that, I went and got my master's. And, and I'm thinking, I'm working for the government at this time. And then after that, I actually enrolled into my doctor's program. And I'm just like, you know what, after a year of that, I'm like, what am I, what am I, what am I doing this for? And I'm not knocking education at all because it's, you know, it's necessary. Um, I personally do want, I want my daughter to get a degree because, but I want it to be in something that she's passionate about just because, you know, as a backup, as a backup. But luckily, you know, where I live, they have a, they have dual enrollment and you can actually get that in, in high school um, or at least be halfway done. So we have a little plan that we're trying to stick to. Um, but I kind of forgot. I, I lost. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, but again, I'll tell my, my, my 15 year old self. I was, yeah, I would say um, learn how to solve problems, but also get a, you know, get a, get a mentor, get a couple of them, you know, um, surround yourself around. And I know it's hard to say because you're a teenager, you think you know everything, but, you know, get a, get a mentor, um, you know, sur surround yourself around people that, you know, uplift positive people. If you see somebody doing something that you have interest in doing, you know, interest in doing, then, you know, just hang around. Yeah. You know what? If that's one thing I can say about you from what I know about you. You, you've always had a mentor. Like you even encouraged me to get, um, or have encouraged me to, to find a mentor. And I like that. You know, you, even when you come and visit, you're always, even if it's not business, you always make some type of business out of your, you know, your, your leisure trips or whatever. You always go and meet with mentors. You always go and meet with people that are like-minded um, with the things that you're doing. And I really like that about you. So <clears throat> you're a black female. You just recently became an entrepreneur on this long road to entrepreneurship. What, if any, what are some of the, um, the hardships that you may have faced recently by, while becoming an entrepreneur? As a black woman, um, the, I would say the hardship, um, I would say more so of a challenge um, because again, it's all about your, your mindset, right? So I think I'm a firm believer in um, law of attraction. You know, I tie that into, um, I, I feel like there's, there's power in the tongue, you know, that uh, you have faith. And I feel like that you can really overcome anything in life, but the challenge would be, um, which I'm, I'm glad that on my path now is, is definitely changing, it's, it's evolving. But even as, as an, you know, as an employee, um, I would just say conforming, like as a black woman, um, being in certain industries and in order to, to um, I wouldn't necessarily say be successful, but again, it depends on what industry you're working in. There is definitely a, there's a, you, you have to kind of conform. And when I say that, I mean, uh, for example, um, you know, there's, there's 
there's dress codes and things of that nature. But, you know, when you're a black woman, we're beautiful black women, you know, we, yet we can't wear our hair a certain way to work. You know, we can't, we shouldn't dress a certain way. Um, you know, we, we are, people assume that we're just going to have an attitude, but we're not approachable, things of that nature. But it also, it did follow me to entrepreneurship because doing real estate, um, I've been very successful in real estate and, and I thank God for that. But um, again, you know, you're, you're serving, you're, you're, you're serving, you're serving clients. So with that being said, I still, you know, have to, um, you know, look a certain way, you know, carry myself a certain way. Um, I felt like that I was, at times I feel like I'm being forced to be someone that I really don't, you know, want to be. Um, it's a fine line between professionalism and then again, just, you know, kind of not really being yourself. And um, it's not, it's, that's something that I still, it's not that I fight with it, but that's something that, that I'm conscious about in the back of my mind, because first and foremost, I'm black, I'm a black woman. Um, but again, you definitely, there's a, um, there's a difference in the way that, you know, people treat you because of the way that you look. I mean, I'm, and I'm not saying that because I'm black, you know, they're going to treat, I, I don't really, I can't answer that question or that part of it, but I do know that at the end of the day, I just want to, you know, go and get some beautiful grays like, like you have and, you know, working in doing luxury real estate, that wasn't always the case. I knew that if I did that, it would be a chance that, you know, I may not get the clients um, that, you know, I, I may not get clients based off of that because people can be very judgmental and without even knowing who you are as a person, they, again, they can really judge you. And with everything that's going on nowadays, I mean, it's, you know, and I'm not saying people, I'm not saying black people, I'm just saying, you know, whether it's, um, you know, whether, you know, whether you come from another country, you know, whether you are Caucasian, whatever the case. Um, I think that as a black woman, you definitely have to work a little harder. We have to work harder than, than others. Um, but, you know, I definitely, I, I stay true to myself. Um, I haven't had my, my braids, but they're coming. They're coming because, it's a shift and things are changing. But um, again, it's not that I'm not, it's not that I'm forced to be someone else. It's just that I'm forced to, you know, tone certain things down about myself that I necessarily don't want to do because at the end of the day, I am who I am. So I know that's like a, a lot of nothing, but that's the best way that I can explain it. That's no, the best not, not at all. Um, I agree with you. You know, it's, it's very unfortunate that not even as black women, but black people, we're judged for being black. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. You may not want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. Um, a lot of times we're judged based off the color of our skin. And it's sad because we have to conform in some instances. And, oh, I don't want to say, what is conforming? We, we have to wear the mask, you know? Some people say, oh, you're being fake. No, I gotta wear the mask because right now, you know, I'm not in a room where I'm in a position to, to call the shot you know, and I'm going to wear the mask and I'm, I'm going to do this, but eventually I'm going to be able to call the shots and I'm going to be able to wear my knotless braids and my um, neon pink lipstick to the boardroom if I want to, you know, but it's unfortunate, but your day is coming and you're going to yes, be able to get the braids, honey. <laughs> so, and it's like creating your own seat, you know, and, and I, um, I'm grateful for that because 
like I said, things are shifting and I am, um, you know, tables are, not tables are turning, but I'm at a point where I'm, I'm you know, able to just, to, to be selective. I think that's the key, to be selective in what I want to partake in. It's no longer about, you know, me trying to, to um, appease clients or, you know, to, to find relationships, you know, to build. It's actually... I'm at the point where, you know, people are coming to, to, to me for that. And I say that in the most humble way as possible, but you know, it's, I think that, um, you know, now is my time and, and this COVID, this pandemic is definitely brewing creativity from all different angles, um, especially, you know, in our community. And, um, I, I definitely like what I see, but I am definitely at a point now where, um, I'm gonna get my braids soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure when you get your knotless braids, you send me a picture. So I will. Um, so put me on game and leave me with three qualities that someone needs to become a successful entrepreneur. Or if you don't want to name three, you know, just give me some, put me on game and leave me with some, some pointers that someone should have. Okay. Uh, number one, I talked about the problem solving all the time. To be a successful entrepreneur, you have to know how to solve problems um, because, again, that will take you very far. You know, whether it's relationships, whether it's wealth you're looking for, whatever it is that you're looking for, that will take you very far. Um, I will say that financial literacy, you know, that's something that I'm real, real, really, really big on. And again, I didn't have anyone to teach me. You know, I, all I knew was to work. You know, get paid, pay taxes, you know, sell some dinners on the side. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but um, financial literacy is, is really important. Um, I'm at a point now where I feel like it's never too late, but I love what we're doing when we are, you know, I'm trading stock now, you know, um, you know, whether it's flipping or investing in, you know, in real estate, investing in, in different projects. I think that financial literacy is, is definitely key. That's, that's a jewel. That's a gem. And, um, you know, I would just, I talked about what mentality, your, your mindset, your mindset means, means everything because again, your upbringing can either make you or break you. You can either, you know, follow that same, you know, you can follow that same path or you can go in a total opposite direction. And uh, for me, I chose to go in an opposite direction. Um, sometimes, you know, I may not know everything that I, I want at times. Well, coming up, you know, I didn't know what I really wanted. I'm the type where I changed my major a couple times, which is why I was an extended student. But I do know what I, what I don't want. And that's, again, that's an education that was in, you know, relationships. Um, so yeah, I, I know what I don't want. I knew what I didn't want, but sometimes I didn't know what I really wanted. So I would say your mentality, um, it determines a lot about, you know, who you become as a person as you get older as well. And um, I think going back to what I said earlier, I think that mentality can be a generational curse. Well, I see that you have not allowed mentality to be a generational curse for you. So absolutely not. thank you for talking with me today, but I want to have a little bit of fun right quick. And I want to do some rapid fire questions with you, if you don't mind. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. All right. So 
what is the best advice you've ever received? Hmm. The best advice that I've ever received was uh, to keep your mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? Your mama? No. <laughs> your mouth closed. And not, you know, sometimes um, I just, I, I've learned, you don't want to speak, um, you know, to speak too soon. Sometimes you don't want to um, see me. I share my success. I love, I know the people who are for me and, you know, the people that I'm around, like I, I don't, I don't keep my mouth closed when it comes to, to my loved ones, people that I really care about because I, um, I don't know. I'm just, you know, that's just my personality, but keep your mouth closed until it's the right time. You know, it's a time and it's a time place for everything, but keep your mouth closed because I'm a firm believer in too. You don't, um, again, you don't want to speak too soon and you don't want people praying on your downfall. So wait for the right time to open your mouth. And, that's, and, and honestly, you don't even have to. I don't, I shy away from, um, you know, the public view. I shy away from a lot of things that um, I have, that I'm doing right now, like as far as the entertainment industry. I'm actually, technically now I'm in the entertainment industry. Like I'm doing, um, you know, film and working with a lot of people in the industry, a lot of, um, I have a lot of, you know, I have high-end clients, I have business partners, and they're all tied into the industry. And there's some, you know, pretty, pretty big people in the game. But I keep my mouth closed because I don't, I just, I don't like the, I don't like the attention. I think that I'm definitely a silent, uh, I'm the silent, silent assassin. I like to do stuff behind the scenes. So you're never going to see me, you know, out there like that, unless I absolutely have to be. But Keep your mouth closed. Um, it avoids a lot of um, just a lot of bad energy. Yeah, I understand. I know some people that uh, could use that advice. <laughs> um, so, if you had a superpower, what would it be and why? My superpower would be. Um, hmm. <laughs> My superpower would be. That's a tough one. Just one? Just, just, just one? Give me a couple. What, what would your superpowers be? Okay. I would like to... Um, Come on, girl. Everybody has a secret superpower that they want to have. I think that I, if I had a superpower, it would probably be um, to... I would say just anything that has to do with my knowledge. Like if I could take, if I could take, if I knew, if I knew everything, and maybe that's not so much of a superpower, but if I knew everything, that I could actually solve a lot more problems and, and make the world a better place, you know? That's so just sweet. On I, I would want to be, uh, I would want to be able to see the future so I could change everything. But uh, <laughs> that would scare me sometimes, but yeah, I, I get it. Um, Tell me, this is this is a fun one. Tell me, what is your ultimate turn up song? I need to put this on because I need to close this deal. I need to get this investor. Like, what is your ultimate turn up song that you will put on to get something done? <sighs> My ultimate turn up song. I'm. I can be real, 
<laughs> I got a playlist, actually. I got a playlist of Turn Up Music right now. Um, it's from, I mean, from, from BMX to, to uh, Rick Ross to, um, mm, uh, I got a lot. I got a lot of turn up. So I have to think about, I have to think about that. So it's definitely hip hop. Oh yeah, definitely hip hop. Trappish. Yeah, that's DMX and Rick Ross. That's not that trappish. Trappish girl. I have a uh, three six mafia and crime mob on my turn up. Crime mob. <laughs> that's a story for another day. <laughs> um, tell me, what's your biggest pet peeve? Oh God, my biggest pet peeve is, um, and I was just talking about this with my business partner today. Um, it's a couple of things, but I don't like to, to waste time. You know, I don't like for people to waste my time. I don't like to waste time. I think that time is valuable. And I think that I'm at the point in life where I am now trading money for time, you know, getting more passive in everything that I do. And um, I value that. And, and time is something that you can't get back. So wasting my time is, is the biggest pet peeve. Um, that would be the biggest, yeah. I understand. Okay, so one last question. <laughs> oh my goodness. When you hear the words <laughs> food stamps, what's the first thing that comes up? For food stamps to a whole nother domain. Yeah, I hear. No. So much, that's one of my songs. That actually is one of my songs. My um, songs on my playlist. Okay. So I think that I listen to songs that you know take me back. It reminds me of where I came from. Um, I got you know mask off. That's again. That's one of the songs on my playlist. Um, lifestyle. You know what, what is it? What do Young Thug. Uh huh. I listen to some old. My daughter. She jokes me all the time. But certain songs really um, resonate with me. And I keep them on a playlist and I play, I play them all the time. So, so yeah. I can definitely relate to that. Awesome. So thank you so much, Alicia, Mrs. Ortiz, for sitting down and talking with me today on Put Me On Game. Um, can you tell everyone where they can find you on social media so people mm -hmm. can keep in contact with you and follow your, um, your success stories and with your entrepreneurship? I, I just said that I like to stay in the background. Oh, you no. did? You know no, what? No, no. You said no, no, no. stay private. It's okay. No, no, no. I'm actually not. My page is not private. I'm learning. I'm actually, I'm a work in progress. So I do have a, a public page. Um, no pressure. No, my, my Instagram is uh, your new home girl, your underscore new home underscore girl. Um, yeah, that's my Instagram. Um, you know, Yulisha Ortiz on Facebook. I I am trying to get better at social media. Um, I don't I post, but I I go and I read a couple things. Me and social media, I, I follow a lot of people that are inspiring. You know, I have to learn something from social media. I can't just be sitting up there looking at it's stuff that I, I don't care for, you know, a lot of materialistic things. I don't really care for that. So if you're up there talking about some stocks, if you're up there talking about some flips, you know, doing business, owning business, um, you know, 
supporting each other, uplifting people. That's what I'm for. And I, I follow those types of people, but my page is pretty dry. If you want to go up there and check me out again, your underscore new home underscore girl. All right. Thank you, Yulisha. And honestly, if you need help with your social media, I can help you get your girl up. But um, continue using your social media platform for business if that's what you want to use it for because that's what it's best for. But thank you for joining me today on Put Me On Game. And I look forward to seeing everything else that you have um, coming up. So have a good night. Mm -hmm. Same. Thank you.